Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? It's Mark Singh, and today we are going to talk about social pressure. This is a really exciting episode, and it's basically one of the most important things that I think you could master in attracting women. And what I wanted to do was give you a step-by-step process to slowly amplify the social pressure on yourself so you can get better at it without actually having to throw yourself into some of the highest social pressure situations, which of course would be talking to hot girls at nightclubs and stuff. But I want to give you some good ideas to slowly expose yourself to it, slowly build up your tolerance to it and get more attractive to women because of it without really putting your neck on the line. So that's in today's episode. Stay tuned. Here at the Unapologetic Man podcast, we are thankful for you, our listeners. It's because of you that we're able to do what we love. So please tell us how we're doing. If you enjoyed our content, please give us five stars. You can do do so easily on the iTunes app. I haven't really found out a way to do it on Spotify, but I know through iTunes you can do it. But If whatever app you're listening to this on, you can find a way to give us some feedback. We would appreciate it. You know, I work really hard to give you guys good information, and I would kind of hope that you would help me out in return, the norm of reciprocity as it were, and uh, give me a little bit of feedback. Of course, if it's anything less than five stars, then just forget about it. Just move on with your day. But if you like me, if you find value in the content that I give, then then please help me out a little bit, brother. I would appreciate it. All right, let's jump right into the content. Uh, you guys know that I give NLP coaching, so whatever, coachmarksing.com. Go there, sign up, get coached. All right, so let's get into the content. Okay, dude, so let's say you're a newbie and you're starting out, right? Well, what you need to know is that your ability to endure social pressure when speaking to a woman is one of the most important things to get her attracted to you. As you're speaking to her, she's looking at you and she's deciding, am I attracted to this guy? And a large basis of what she's deciding that on is how nervous you are and how composed you are when speaking to her. Because if her hotness can bring you off your inner balance point, as I call it, it can get you flustered, can get you not thinking clearly, then what does the rest of society do to you? Well, probably when you're in high pressure situations, you crumble. You probably don't make a lot of money. You're probably not very successful. You're probably not good at speaking with people. So women's attraction is wired into your ability to succeed in society. And a man who can take social pressure, that is not being influenced by her hotness when you're speaking to her and not being influenced by cock blocks, other guys, the social situation, if you can be totally composed, that's communicating to her like, okay, this guy is probably successful and anthropologically speaking, it's wired into her brain to think to herself, actually, she doesn't think this, it's totally subconscious, but she gets attracted because it's like, okay, this guy could probably take care of a baby. You know, her attraction for you is completely based on how likely it is that you can effectively take care of her child. And by the way, our attraction for her is based on the same thing. How likely is it that she can have a healthy child? So when she's talking to you, your ability to endure that pressure is everything. I mean, honestly, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I have a lot of lines. I have a lot of techniques. I have a lot of like games and gambits and stories and cold reading and push pull and role playing and all these things that I do. But ultimately, 
if I can go up to a girl and just be completely composed, there's a very high chance she'll get attracted to me. And I see it happen more and more and more in my life the more I put myself under what I call voluntary social pressure. So let's let's get into three steps of how you can do it. So step one is going to be really introductory stuff, okay? This is going to teach you how to slowly put the pressure on yourself with absolutely no risk whatsoever. Then step two is going to be slightly higher pressure. And then step three is going to be the higher highest pressure of all. So step one, what I want you guys to do, first of all, is after you listen to this podcast, not before, but after you listen to this podcast, I want you to go to YouTube and I want you to look up this dude, Cassidy Campbell. I think it's C-A-S-S-A-D-Y, Campbell is C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L. So what this guy does is he goes into environments and he makes a complete ass of himself. It's actually really funny. You're going to really enjoy it. And um, I strongly suggest you watch it. Now, why am I suggesting this to you? Because when you watch people undergoing high social pressure situations, you actually feel a little bit of that social pressure yourself. And you realize like, oh shit, you know, even though this guy is being a complete asshole, he's going up to people and making a complete ass of himself. He's not getting like rejected too badly. He's not getting ostracized. He's not getting beat up. He's not getting yelled at. So if you go out and do something that's way less intrusive than what he's doing, the chances of you getting hurt or rejected or your confidence like absolutely blown away is like, it's laughable. You're going to realize like, oh, you know what it is, is when you go up to most people, dude, they're feeling social pressure too. And that's what you realize by watching these videos. You realize that when he approaches people, they're fumbling more than he is. And this is the same thing with you guys. Like when you go approach people, you're going to realize people aren't very good at enduring social pressure. So as long as you can be literally 1% better than they are at enduring the social pressure, then you're going to be fine. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to go watch those videos, feel the social pressure. Now, even when watching it, you're still going to feel those emotions I want you to get comfortable to the point of when you're watching it, you're fine. You actually think it's funny. You're not feeling any of the social pressure. You're going to be surprised because the next time you go to Starbucks or the supermarket or even out to the nightclubs, you're not going to be as like uptight about it because you've been watching this. You've been exposing yourself to it slowly. Okay. Another thing you can do, and I always suggest this for my new clients, is to simply approach people and ask them for directions. So... What I have in my coaching is something called open and eject. Now, a lot of seduction coaches, they make their students go into sets and try to get phone numbers, right? Like approach the girl, do your best with it. Yeah, you're probably going to get rejected, bro, but try to go for the phone number. Okay, I see the merit in that. But see, a lot of clients come to me with massive social anxiety. They have massive approach anxiety. They have this terrible fear of rejection. So what I do is I slowly indoctrinate them. It's kind of like getting into a warm bath very slowly, right? You don't want to just dive in. You dip your your toe into the pool first. So what we do is we go up and we say, hey, um, do you know where Starbucks is around here? You know, my phone died. I don't know where Starbucks is. I'm meeting my friend there. Yeah, yeah, it's over here, over there. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. And then you eject. Then as you get better, you can do another Oprah on top of it. You can ask a couple questions and then eject then. You know, you don't always have to go for the phone number. You don't always have to go for attraction. In fact, one of the big things that I do is I get warmed up. Before I even try to get a girl attracted to me, like let's say I'm on the way to the bar, 
I'm opening up everybody. I'm just talking to everybody. I'm getting myself warmed up, warming up my voice, warming up my ability to endure social pressure so that by the time the quote unquote real thing happens, which by the way, should never really be in your mind like, oh, this is the real thing. No, no, no. Just everybody you're just fucking around with. Like the way I want you to look at it is that everybody is somebody that you can talk to. Strangers are friends you haven't met yet. You're talkative. You're just bullshitting with people. And it's like, it's kind of cool because you realize, like, let's say you live in the United States like I do. You realize everybody speaks English. We're all pretty much from the same culture. We all understand the same kinds of nuances and cultural differences that makes us Americans. And you realize, oh, dude, everybody's approachable. Like everybody. I can just walk up to that blonde over there and start talking to her because we both speak English. We're both alive in 2019 and 2020. You know, we have a lot in common. You know, it's funny. A lot of times we hate on each other. But you know that guy driving next to you who you're thinking about flipping off is pretty much just like you. He was probably born around the same time. He's living in the United States. He's living in your state. He's living in your city. He's driving next to you on the road. And both of you are going to be ashes and dust in 150 years. So when you look at things that way, you realize that everybody's pretty fucking similar. And you can go up and talk to people with familiarity in that way. And when you have that familiarity, when you're not all like weird and, and, and you know crumbling under the social pressure, they're going to be comfortable talking to you. So I'll just talk to everybody, man, like people in the supermarket. I'll just mess around. Hey, how's it going? How's your day going? Hey, those lemons look pretty good. Uh, you see the other ones over there? Like whatever. Just talk to people. That's going to let you endure more social pressure. Another thing you can do, which is kind of weird. You may think like, why the hell is he telling us to do this? But I would have my students do this is just whistle. Whistle when you're in a supermarket. Whistle when you're on the street. Why? Because it's just a little bit of social pressure. Like it's kind of okay to be whistling in the supermarket, but then again, it's kind of not okay. You know, it's like, uh, it's just a little tiny bit of social pressure. So oftentimes when I'm in the supermarket, I'll just, and this other day, this guy was whistling and I started whistling with him. And then we were whistling together and we both started laughing. Again, strangers are friends we haven't met yet. Another thing you can do is maybe clear your throat, like, like really loudly and feel just a little bit of that social pressure. Now, here's another tip, okay? You know when you feel that social pressure. I mean, we've all felt it, that embarrassing feeling, that feeling of when the teacher calls on you and you don't know the answer and you're sitting there and you feel that kind of burning ickiness inside your body. Well, my friend, I want you to now know that that is a good thing. I want you to seek that feeling. I want you to go after it. Just like working a muscle, when you feel that shitty feeling inside of you, it actually builds your ability to endure, yes, once again, social pressure. The more you feel it, the more you put the pressure on yourself, the better you get at it. Remember that guy, Cassidy Campbell, who I was telling you about, who has that YouTube channel? Well, I guarantee you, if he were to talk to a girl, like seriously, and just go up to her, he would be so fucking calm. Because this dude literally, I mean, wait until you see the shit that he does. He'll go into like college classrooms and, and just be like, yo, I don't understand what the hell anyone's talking about. You guys are all crazy and like yell and like just yell out to the professor. He'll go up to gigantic like groups of girls and just be like, yo, I'm trying to slap some cheeks tonight. What's up? And these people are just like, what the fuck? And they'll reject him like pretty harshly. 
but not harshly to like what you're fearing right now. Like you think you're going to be ostracized and murdered. Now, I think I've mentioned this on another podcast, but it bears repeating. The reason why you have a fear of rejection is because back in tribal community, you feared getting hit over the head with a rock if you approached the wrong girl. If you approached a girl that belonged to the alpha or to a friend of the alpha, then that could have been extremely bad for you. So I want you to know that your fear is justified. You don't have to like beat yourself up about it. But at the same time, I want you to go into that fear. It's like that old quote, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. And that's really true. What you fear to do, you fear to go under social pressure. So I want you to slowly turn up the screws on that social pressure. I want you to feel it just a little bit. Now you can do other experiments. If certain things at your work make you feel social pressure, go into them deliberately. If speaking in front of people at your work makes you feel social pressure, then do it. Raise your hand in class more often. Talk in front of an entire lecture hall. Now, you don't have to do the extreme Cassidy Campbell version where you're making an ass of yourself. That's saved for step number three. But in the initial stages, just apply a little bit at a time and do it systematically. It's just like a muscle. Right now, you're like a skinny 120-pound dude who's just starting to lift weights. So in the beginning, when you start when you start uh, deliberately exposing yourself to it, it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel bad, and you're going to hate it. But here's another thing I want you to do is when you feel it, when you feel that ickiness like vibrating in your body, I want you to sit with it and pay attention to it. Even to me, when I go into the bars and nightclubs and I get like a pretty harsh rejection, I'll go in the corner and I'll kind of close my eyes and I'll just sit with it. And it's like that icky feeling and it bounces around in my chest. But see, I've totally reframed it in my mind where I actually look forward to that. When it happens, when I'm under these like extreme social pressure situations, I'm actually a little bit excited because I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Be calm, be composed. I always tell myself that a lot of times I'll be talking to girls and guys will come up and they'll try to amog me. Now for me, that gives me the most anxiety is when guys are kind of like trying to push up on me and flex up on me in a violent way. Um, I have been training in jujitsu, which has made me a little bit more comfortable, but up until literally a year and a half ago, like I didn't really know how to fight. I took a couple years of boxing in Japan, but I don't know how much that dude for me. So when guys come up and especially big guys, and they're kind of trying to amog me, I feel a lot of social pressure in that time. But see, I'm happy about it because I can feel it, that ickiness in my chest, and I can feel the fight or flight want to take hold of me. And I just... I just stay composed. I just stay totally calm because again, she's going to get attracted to the dude who is the least emotional. Why? Because emotions are the opposite of masculinity. Emotions are the opposite of being composed. So even if we have to quote unquote fake it until we make it, that's what you guys have to do. You have to pretend that you're totally calm and you can do this. Control your body. One of the things that you'll want to do when you're feeling social pressure is to fidget, to lean from foot to foot, to maybe play with your drink, to reach into your pocket really quick and grab your cell phone. You know, if you start watching people in the nightclubs, the bars, and even the gym, you'll see really like insecure body language. What is that showing you? That's showing that these people can't endure social pressure. It's not their fault. We're all masters waiting to awaken. But right now in their stage of development, they're not able to feel that social pressure. This might be a big reason that women aren't quite attracted to you yet. So what are you going to do? You're going to systematically expose yourself to this. You're going to get better at it and you're going to build your frame.
Another YouTube channel that I like to listen to is That Was Epic. It's about this guy who does similar things to Cassidy Campbell, um, although in my opinion, not as extreme. But he'll go up to girls and he'll... I kind of like it better sometimes because it seems more realistic. Like Cassidy Campbell, he dresses as like a white dude who's trying to be black, like in this Oakland A's outfit. It's actually pretty funny. But this other guy... Uh, that was epic. I think his name is Juan and he's in Arizona, which is where I got really good at picking up girls at um, Arizona State University. He games like right where I used to game, which is pretty entertaining to me. And he'll go up to girls and he'll just like be really forward about it. He'll be like, hey, uh, I, I, I think I'm in love with you. Yeah, shut up and kiss me. And he'll like, try to kiss these girls. And most of the time, of course, the girl will like, you know, bob and weave and get out of the way. But this one time, this girl actually kissed him. It was really funny. This Asian chick, uh, it's at the end of the video. You'll probably see it. But those two YouTube channels are good to watch because once again, you're going to feel a little bit of social pressure as you watch it. And I want you to get to the point where you're totally comfortable. In fact, if you can go out and do miniature versions of what they do, which is what I've been inspired to do lately myself, like in the supermarket, I'll just like say random things to people. And uh, the other day at Gold's Gym, this guy was wearing like tactical gloves while he was working out. It was kind of fucked up thing for me to do, but I just, I don't know. I wanted to try it. I went up and I was like, yo, why why are you wearing those gloves? And what was, was interesting is another concept that's important in seduction is that he started qualifying himself to me. He's like, oh, you know, I forgot my other gloves at home and these are the only gloves I had and that's why I'm wearing them. Well, somebody with a strong frame, somebody who's confident and knows how to take social pressure would flip the tables and be like, why Why are you asking me that? Why are you curious about that? Like, focus on yourself, bro. Like, relax. But he bought into my frame. See, because I imposed a frame on him. And rather than flipping the frame on me, he just bought into it and started justifying himself to me. And that's what girls will do to you guys is they're going to impose a frame on you. If you buy into it, then you're losing her attraction because it's showing that you're being influenced by the social pressure that she's putting on you. So a good thing to do is, again, get good at enduring the social pressure. All right, let's kick it up to level two. Level two, in my opinion, is approaching women and trying to engage them in a attraction building conversation. It's going up and perhaps opening with that very thing I taught you initially, which is just asking for directions and then asking them another question like, hey, I swear I've seen you around here. Do you work around here? And then trying to pivot into many of the attraction building techniques that I've taught on this podcast and that I'm going to continue to teach for the first conversation. You know, the first conversation, in my opinion, is probably the most important time when attracting a woman that in the first date, because it's in that first conversation that she's deciding whether or not she's attracted to you. So you need to bring valuable content. You need to endure the social pressure. You need to control the frame. You need to build sexual tension. You need to qualify her. There's all the things that I teach in my coaching that you have to do. But see, the social pressure, when you apply that to yourself, you're going to get better at it. So what I always say to my students is from quantity comes quality. You know, a lot of guys hire me and they're like, I want this one girl. I want this one dream girl, or I have an eye on a girl at my work. I want this one chick. But I always tell them, dude, you need to like talk to literally thousands of girls before you can get that one girl. Like there is no like shortcut to enduring social pressure. I can give you shortcuts to 
reprogramming your mind so you don't have shame surrounding women. You can get rid of approach anxiety. There's amazing shortcuts where that's concerned. I can give you shortcuts where I'm teaching you the skills and how attraction works. I can give you a massive shortcut. I'm talking, I could teach you in two months what took me 10 years to learn and would take you 10 years to learn, even if you took programs and tried to do it on your own. But what you can't really take shortcuts on is your ability to endure that social pressure. It's like a sword going into the fire. So you need to start exposing yourself to that. Okay, another thing you can do is join a public speaking group. I personally recommend Toastmasters and or taking a public speaking course at a local community college. I've done that several times and I have pulled chicks out of those classes um, obviously it's a community college is full of women. If you dudes are listening, any of you, and you are in college, bro, like you should be over the moon excited about the opportunity that you have laying at your feet right now. I would freaking kill to be back in college. When I was in college, I was pathetic. I knew nothing about attracting women. If I knew then what I know now, oh my God, I probably would have got syphilis, gonorrhea, herpes for sure my dick would have fallen off. I would have gotten laid so much. Like what an opportunity. So I love working with guys in college um, because you know there's so much awesome opportunities there. Now, can you do it? Can you create similar opportunities for yourself when you're outside of college? Oh, hell yeah. And part of my coaching is we figure out how to create a continuously updating stream of girls that are attracted to you and want to sleep with you. And then after they do, they go away. So that's kind of part of my coaching too. But uh, public speaking, super duper important. Also in phase two is being assertive. A lot of people won't speak up neither for themselves or their friends because they're afraid of social pressure. That's really what it is. You know, a lot of people who say, oh, I'm just blunt. I just put things on the table. What they're really saying is I can endure social pressure better than you can. Now, of course, Within this whole teaching, it has to be said that you don't want to be obnoxious. You don't want to be an asshole. If you listen to my previous podcast, what women are not attracted to, women are not attracted to assholes, obnoxious guys. But in your training, you know, sometimes you may have to push the line a little bit. Like me going up to that dude and just asking him straight up like, hey, why, why are you wearing those gloves? Like, why are you wearing those tactical gloves? I mean, sometimes you just got to you got to push the lines a little bit. Now, most people aren't going to get butt hurt. Most people are going to be all right. But what you want to do is you just want to challenge people sometimes. And I do this with girls. Like if they say something I don't agree with, I'm not afraid to have a disagreeable energy into the conversation. Now, I want to make something very clear. It's not a negative energy. It's not confrontational. It's disagreeable. So for example, I would disagree with her if she said that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was garbage and karate was much better. I would vehemently disagree with that. But if she said that she voted for Trump, and let's just say in this case, I, I didn't like Trump, whether I do or not doesn't matter. I'm not going to get into politics on this show, but let's say I hated Trump and I disagreed with her on that. It's probably something you want to avoid in the first conversation because once again, you don't want to bring negative energy into the first conversation. So that's why I don't talk about religion, politics, you know, um, my viewpoints on like abortion or anything like that. I just avoid it. If she brings it up, I pivot away from it and I talk about something else because I'm controlling the frame because I can endure the social pressure of disagreeing with what she even brought up. But if she brings up something about an opinion, it's actually very attractive to disagree with the girl in the right way. 
be like, oh, I totally disagree with that. Like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is by far the most powerful martial art. And if I had to give you guys, which I'm doing right now, a tip about which martial art to take to defend yourself, it would definitely be BJJ. I talked to a guy who had like three different black belts and three different um, disciplines today. I was talking to him and he's a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And I was like, yo, like if I had to tell my clients which which thing to take, what would it be? And he's like, oh, definitely BJJ. You know, there's also something to be said about striking. I'm not going to get into all this right now. Obviously, you guys can tell I'm super into BJJ right now. And I actually got my third stripe today on my white belt. So uh, it goes four stripes and then to blue belt. So I'm uh, trying to achieve that goal, even though I'm getting crushed and my ass kicked every single time I go. It's still something exciting that I'm making progress on it. So um, even in even in that context, right, I'm feeling the social pressure because I'm getting crushed. I'm scared. And as they say, right, you have to follow your fear. And that's a big reason I'm doing BJJ. I mean, I don't really like to get crushed. This guy was like screwing my head so tight today. I felt like I was going to pop off my fucking neck. And he was only a one stripe white belt. It made me feel like a total jackass. He was a wrestler and he weighed 50 pounds more than I did, blah, blah, blah. But still it's an ego check. We have to, as men, put ourselves in situations that make us uncomfortable and particularly when it comes to social pressure. So that's phase two, okay, is is talking to girls, putting more pressure on yourself, dealing with AMOGs, being calm, not letting the fight or flight instinct take over, controlling your emotions, putting yourself into situations where you have to public speak, either at work or in college classes. You can also do more robust things out in public, like maybe even fart. Well, dude, can you imagine how embarrassed you'd be if you just let out a big gigantic fart in the fruit section and everybody's looking at you? Feel that social pressure. That's a lot of social pressure. Now you think, really, dude, I can fart, feel embarrassed, and then I get more attracted to women? Yeah, that's literally how it works. Now, do I suggest you throw your leg up on the cheese aisle and just let one go? Whatever, man. You know, that might be more in phase three, but phase three is really putting a lot of social pressure on yourself, okay? This is talking in front of really big crowds. This is doing things like what Cassidy Campbell does and Juan does on That Was Epic, putting big time pressure on yourself. You know, even starting a podcast like this one, uh, this might be more like a phase two kind of thing, but that's a lot of social pressure because you're kind of waiting for people to either validate you or tell you you suck. There's a lot of pressure there and that's why people don't start. Having an uncomfortable conversation with a parent or sibling or friend who did you wrong, going into a conversation with maybe even your girlfriend or ex-girlfriend and apologizing, that's a lot of social pressure. I mean, you guys know what this feels like. Even as I'm talking about it, you can feel yourself kind of cringe at certain ideas. That cringe feeling, that is your path to success with women. I know it sounds totally counterintuitive. It's the last thing you want to do, but I'm telling you, if you can go into that cringe-worthy feeling every day, I'm talking every day as a discipline, as a workout for your mind, you will build your attractiveness to women so that when you're talking to her, I mean, you can imagine it right now. You're relaxed. It's no big deal. You just spoke in front of a thousand people in your public speaking class. What's the big deal of one cute little girl? And by the way, guys, don't give women so much fucking credit for being hot. 
That's one tick mark off the box of 10 different tick marks that she has to make. So when you go up to her, it's like, oh, she's just another person. She's just like the, the ugly chick that you talk to. There's no difference between them. The only difference is she's cute. So what? What'd she have to do to get cute? Get born? Get her parents' genes? It's nothing. We give way too much credit for hot chicks. And sometimes hot chicks will give themselves way too much credit. Well, then you know they're insecure. And once again, if you just endure the social pressure better than she does, she's probably going to get attracted to you. In fact, when they're really hot, if you can just be normal, just be as normal as you are right now listening to this, she probably will get attracted to you. Because every other guy, what does he do? He turns into a bumbling jackass, like, and you can't even talk right. Like, I've had lots of hot girlfriends. Their reality is, is that dudes are retarded. Dudes are literally fucking bumbling idiots. Like hot girls think guys are stupid. And a lot of the times they turn into stupid guys when they're so affected by their hotness. Don't give them so much credit, man. Be able to endure the social pressure. How do you do that? How do you get good at speaking to hot girls? Well, all the tips I just gave you, but in addition to that, speaking to hot girls. One of the best ways to get used to it is to do it. Put yourself in a situation where you can talk to lots of hot girls. Use that brain matter between your ears to create a situation for yourself where you're being exposed to lots of attractive women. Then suddenly you're desensitized to it. They're no longer affecting you. So when you talk to them, it's like, oh, hey. That's why often hot chicks will love gay dudes so much. It's because gay dudes can actually be normal around them because they're not attracted to them. That's why every hot chick has like a gay best friend because just the guy's just fucking normal and he's fun. That's a big, big thing too, but he's just normal. So practice all this stuff, do systematic exposure to make yourself better at enduring that social pressure. As you build that sword, as you put the sword in the fire and hit it, remember that every time you feel that icky feeling inside yourself, I want you to get happy rather than trying to get away from it. I want you to go through it. There is no way around your pain. You have to go through it. And when you go through it, you master it. And when you master it, it becomes a part of you. And when it becomes a part of you, women will get more attracted to you. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you found any value in this whatsoever, please help a dude out and clack that five-star rating. I would also appreciate it if you gave me any feedback. You can um, get my email from coachmarksing.com. Again, so that's coachmarksing.com. Actually, you can just email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com. If you have any tips, advice, questions, interested in my coaching, anything like that. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next podcast.